Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. It is a few days before Thanksgiving. I'm filming this episode on November 24th, Thanksgiving Eve at midnight. I got a late start to filming because of everything going on for the holidays, so I want to wish all of my listeners and their families a very happy, healthy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody enjoys and eats lots of food and gets to spend time with their family. And if you are a Black Friday shopper, you are going to be enjoying the shopping that will take place the day after Thanksgiving. And I just hope that everybody enjoys and has the safest and healthiest happy Thanksgiving. Now to get into the news in the paranormal world, as you know, we have been speaking about Ghostbusters on my podcast for quite some time, and on November 19th, we finally got the latest addition to the Ghostbusters franchise, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I did go see it a day early on November 18th. I went with a couple of friends, and it was an amazing, amazing movie. And in the worldwide, uh, so far, few days after the release of Ghostbusters Afterlife, in the movie world, it is the number one movie. It has got $60 million worldwide, and I'm sure that number will go up within the next week or so because people are still seeing it. I have seen nothing but great reviews from fans. We all know how movie reviews work. And um, it's gotten some down the middle reviews, but the fan reviews of the movie, I have never, I have not heard any Ghostbuster fans say anything bad about this movie. It was so well done, and just for next week, so you guys know, I usually do episodes now. Um, contrary to season one, I did an episode every week. I'm doing episodes bi-weekly now, so I will actually have a special episode next week, which will be a review of the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie, because I wanted to give my fans and Ghostbuster fans that might come across my, um, the episode that I'm doing a couple of days or weeks in, you know, in some time to marinate so that I don't spoil anything, but I will be doing a review that will include spoilers if you didn't see it by next week, so just make sure you go and see it if you listen to my podcast and you are a fan of Ghostbusters Afterlife. And to add to one other segment of the news, on the Elvis Duran uh, morning show on their website, elvisduran.iheart.com, there was a report of a mom seeing a ghost of the sun that had passed away. The news report came out November 19th on 2021 by Dave Bansner. And you can find that on the Elvis Duran Morning Show webpage, elvisduran.iheart.com. There is the images of what the mom caught of her late son, that it really closely resembles him. And you can actually see that, and I had to add that in there. So there are some ghost reports and not UFO reports that I usually put on my podcast, the news segment, but that is that. And um, there is something that I've only done once so far of in my podcasts and I have done a conspiracy show or episode about the moon landing and I wanted to do more conspiracies and so on and so forth and I remember a few years ago watching YouTube videos as I do 
about, you know, the strange and the paranormal. And I think this particular day when I was on YouTube, I had typed in conspiracy theories and came across a conspiracy about the Denver, Colorado airport. It may have been that way or may have not been, but I did come across this particular video that was very intriguing. And I watched it um, more than once and it was very eyebrow raising the information the facts the pictures the videos and the video included a lot of stuff that's actually with inside the Denver Colorado Airport now you could make a conspiracy about pretty much anything as I sit in my man cave where I film my podcast I can say uh, as I'm looking at my PS5 I could say or come up with a conspiracy on why there aren't a lot of PlayStation 5s that are being sold and just spit up a couple of facts and put it out there. And then a big game of telephone will begin to happen. That conspiracy will pick up steam. And then before you know it, within a month or two, people will believe it and other people won't believe it. And that's pretty much how conspiracies work. However, in my opinion, when there are enough facts that make sense, you tend to believe, you know, some of the conspiracies and, um, you know, whether you believe it or not, that is up to you without getting into category or anything really too specific. There are some conspiracies that I heard uh, over a year and a half ago that on a certain subject that I was like, mm, you know, maybe and picked up steam and ended up being true now to this day. And we have to take into consideration more than ever that there are conspiracies that may or may not be true. And as I did more research leading into this episode about the Denver, Colorado airport, I was surprised how much updates and newer things came out about this particular conspiracy. And um, we're going to get into a lot of that. Uh, jump to, just to jump the gun, which is something I will also get into later on in the podcast, I searched very hard to find the same video now, at that time, years ago, when I came across this video about the airport, I did not get the name. Like, I like to reference certain people now when I find a reputable page or information in regards to the paranormal because of my podcast. But at that time, I wasn't doing a podcast and I didn't get the name of the person who posted the video. But I have a really good memory and I could not find the memory because I could remember hearing the person telling the story in this video's voice and I can remember the details and the pictures and not too long ago I tried to look for this video again to show someone because the conversation that I was um, having with a certain individual was about conspiracies and I wanted to show them this particular conspiracy theory because it was very believable and I don't think I could find the video at that time neither. So I tried to watch this video, I tried to come across it again within the last few days and I cannot find the video, which will lead me to talk about something else later in the episode. But let me get into the Denver, Colorado airport and um, pretty much tell you some brief information about it and then I will get into tell you what in particular I remember and some of the oddities about this airport. So there is a website called strangehistory.org and I'll give you a little brief info about 
the Denver, Colorado airport from strangehistory.org. Denver International Airport was constructed at a cost of $4.8 billion. It opened on February 28, 1995, 16 months behind schedule. However, there are several reasons for this before the construction could begin on the 1.5 million square foot terminal and its attached concourses and series of tunnels had to be constructed on the site. These tunnels would house the most technologically advanced rail and baggage handling system ever created. Upon completion of the tunnels, construction began on the top side what would become the DIA. During the construction, the mega project was plagued with problems, design problems, financial problems, and the strike by the metal workers who were among the hurdles were among the hurdles that had to be overcome. Upon its completion, the DIA was the largest landmass airport, DIA Denver International Airport, the largest landmass airport in America with a total of 33,457 acres. The airport complex also contains the longest runways in America at 16,000 feet long, allowing the larger aircraft such as the 777 and the upcoming Boeing Dreamliner 787. The runway is 6,000 feet longer than the longest runways at Denver former's air, Denver's former airport, Stapleton International Airport. Denver International Airport, DIA, also has the tallest control tower in America standing at 327 feet. The roof of the massive main terminal is made of a formed fiberglass giving the appearance of snow-covered mountains. The Denver International Airport sees over 40 million passengers every year and is listed as the fifth busiest airport in America. From its opening in 1995, the conspiracy theories have been able to leave the subject of Denver International Airport alone. They believe that the complex is headquarters of a hub of the New World Order. So now I'm going to leave it off at right there, and I'm going to take over. Thank you to strangehistory.org from the beginning of that. I'm just going to let you guys know um, what I remember from the video and take it from there. So... As you just listened to this webpage, strangehistory.org, it is the largest airport in the United States. The runways are gigantic, and it has the tallest um, air traffic control tower. Um, and I'll actually tell you the logical reason for that. The runways are longer, and the traffic control tower is larger because we know from baseball and from you know just geography that Denver Colorado um is the altitude and the mountains it plays an effect on not only humans but on machinery and so on and so forth so they have to design this airport in conjunction with altitude and climate. So it's going to take an airplane longer to slow down and descend and ascend. So the air, the runways obviously have to be bigger, which will give the planes time to stop when they land. And they had to build this 
based on you know the climate and so on and so forth so that can explain the runway sizes and so on and so forth now going to the runway one of the main things about this conspiracy is that the runway has a odd aerial image of how it's laid out and i researched this this week and i figured out why logically because you have to in the world of paranormal debunk things before you can assume it's real you know and the aerial view of the runway in denver colorado airport is shaped like a swastika and if you google real quick the view of it it does kind of uh look similar to a swastika um but explained by people who actually know about aviation explain that the runway had to be shaped like that so that if the winds and the climate were particularly bad on certain days they had the option to use other runways in that shape or form to land the planes and take off safely which makes total sense now i remember watching this video years ago about the airport and that was something that was affiliated with the the video and i was like wow that's pretty odd obviously the swastika is something that is not a image that people take kindly to and granted the history of it no one really should so i remembered raising an eyebrow to that but that has been debunked and there's a reason why it's shaped like that and scientifically from aviation personnel and experts it makes total sense now if you go back to me reading the from strangehistory.org that there was a tunnel and the airport had the going to have the state of art luggage transportation to planes and so on and so forth the one thing i remember from this video i watched on youtube is the tunnels from the construction workers and the metal workers that worked on the airport when it was under construction these particular construction workers metal workers whatever other workers were there were given contracts or paperwork to sign that would tell them that they were not able to discuss anything that they were working on in this airport which is a little odd because usually you don't get any kind of paperwork like that unless you're working on a movie a confidential investigation um you know you're an officer or an agent working on something and you have to sign these paper these papers to not disclose information to anyone that's not affiliated with the environment of the job or construction you're working on so if you're working on an airport i personally can't see why you would be given a paperwork saying you can't talk about what you're working on so i guess i'm starting from bottom up these tunnel systems okay were so the deep down underground and so long now remember the the grounds of the airport it's the biggest in the world okay we're talking about um how many square feet here let's go back the uh square feet of this let me just try to find it again um 
so we got the 1.5 million square foot terminal in its attached concourse. So this this is huge, okay? So the tunnel systems go on for like miles, right? And the people that work down there or people that do go down there reported seeing a pipe system that looked particular like a system for gas, not water, but for gas or oxygen, which makes sense. You're underground. But I remember the video saying that some of these construction workers that were down there says that it was a little peculiar the way it looked and that there was these rooms and bunks that were put into these tunnels. So you're saying to yourself, well, why would something like that be in an airport? And why would transportation of luggage and people's belongings be underground to come back up? And then these construction workers were being given these paperworks to sign to not talk about what was going on. Um, I found that a little odd. And there was the conspiracy to maybe they were planning on housing people down there and doing some things that were a little extreme to people that they brought in there. Now, going to the outside, a lot of people noticed. Now, I don't know if it's true to this day, but in this video I watched, they said that the fence surrounding the airport, that the fence was built upwards, but the top of the fence was built downward into the airport. Now, usually when you have these places that you're trying to keep security measures high, the fence is built up and pushed outward so that you can't come in, but the fence was built in a particular way that it's like almost as if you were if you were trying to get out of the airport and hop the fence, you wouldn't be able to. So that so now you look at that and you look at the inside of these tunnels, these tunnel systems deep under the airport, and you're like, okay, so you have these weird tunnels with rooms and bunks and these weird pipelines that go underground, and then you have the fence line around the airport built a particular way to keep people from getting out not in odd right and then you go further outside the airport and there's this gigantic tall blue bronco model that was built and put right outside the airport with very red demonic eyes now keep this in mind because when i get into further information there's some other imagery and artwork within the airport that's weird so this statue was built and the statue was built um i really wish i had the name um i'm actually going to google this real quick for you guys uh it was someone that was in uh latin nature van denver airport bronco artist Okay, so the 32-foot sculpture of a seemingly bloodthirsty Bronco is the work of Luis Jimenez. Okay, now Luis Jimenez built this Bronco that's outside Denver, Colorado Airport. A piece of this, and I googled this before, I couldn't remember the name, so sorry for the pause there. Um, he built this, and it was put for the airport. It is, just google it, it is really demonic looking it is weird looking for something to be outside the airport they could have made it smaller it is humongous okay it is 32 feet tall 
okay? And they could have put a smaller Bronco with actual colors of a horse. They made it this dark blue with the red eyes. And when Mr. Jimenez made this sculpture, it ended up killing him, okay? Which is, you know, could be a fluke, but a piece of the sculpture ended up breaking, um, falling on him, severing an artery, and killing him from blood loss. And this gigantic Bronco is outside the airport, almost like it's keeping an eye of the airport. So you have the fence line, you have the tunnels with this weird piping system, you have this demonic Bronco outside, and then we go into the airport. I remember the video saying that there is this peculiar artwork throughout the airport. Almost as if the artwork is also inadvertently telling a story. The artwork is weird and it has pictures of or paintings of men in masks with swords and almost AK-47s or rifles um, cattling people and kids and each mural throughout the airport you can see the pictures changing from the cattling and gathering of kids to the kids crying and being in like an enclosed space and all the way up to another mural where there's fire and there's looks like there's war and people dying and to the final mural i don't forgot how many murals in total there are where it looks like everything is peaceful the soldier with the machete or sword and gun is on the floor and he's wearing a gas mask and he's on the floor and everyone is all happy there's like a tree of life all different types of people from all different cultures. You could see different skin tones and and religious um, apparel on these on these figures that are painted. A tree of life, uh, fire that was in another mural um, extinguished, and just a new start. And many people believe, as according to this video that I also watched, that these murals depicted a potential. Um, play-by-play or signs of the how the world would end now to go back to one of the more vivid murals they actually it rose so much attention and controversy the denver international airport ended up removing the mural and you know doing away with the painting because that one particular painting was kind of a little like why would you have that in an airport um and they removed one of the paintings and it is gone now. But these paintings kind of depict something that are, you know, it's kind of morbid. It's kind of weird. Um, you go on to Google now and there is one particular video I watched yesterday, which, you know, when you have conspiracies, you have people that try to tell you that it's not, um, and they went on to telling you the artists who made them and what their intentions of these paintings were. It was basically to promote peace. And I'm saying to myself as I'm watching this video yesterday to promote peace. But they took out a mural that didn't have anything to do with peace. And there was not just one of them where you paint a peaceful mural. There was plenty of them. There was four or five of them spread throughout the airport. And one in particular that got removed because it was depicting war and some crazy stuff. Um, not to mention, besides from these weird murals, um, which one was removed, we have within the airport... A plaque with the Freemason symbol 
from when the uh, airport was built. Um, a stone says a whole bunch of things with a date of March 19th, 1994. And under that, and under the clear as day Freemason symbol, it says New World Airport Commission. And then it says contributors. Um, I can only make out some of the names. Martin, Marita, um, last name, Aeronautics, um, Fentrius, Bradburn, a bunch of names under this New World Airport Commission. Now, obviously, that is a conspiracy in and of itself, that there's this group called the NWO, New World Order, who ultimately is trying to take over the world and have this one world order, a new world order. And within this weird airport in Denver that has these underground tunnels that go on for miles with this pipes that it's you know gas pipes people believe and these bunk beds under there and construction workers that were told not to say anything a demonic bronco outside a fence that was built to keep people from leaving we have this oh and, and the murals we have this freemason stone with this new world airport commission now, the funny thing is, the New World Order Commission, there is no such thing. And in the video I watched yesterday, trying to debunk the conspiracy, says that the group that made the airport and the contributors just made up the name to put on the stone. So you're making up a name to put on the stone, and you are contributors to the airport. So you're just going to make up a bogus name and put it on the stone to live there in eternity? That's a little odd to me, right? So if I was going to contribute to something, and I'm not one to do this. I don't gloat about what I've done. Like, oh, I gave you $20 last week. No. I'm not going to put a bogus name. Like, I'm going to be like, all right, if I contributed to this, I'm not going to make up a bogus name. You know, like, let's say my podcast made it big and I said, all right, well, I'm going to help out another podcaster, uh, help out a TV show on the Travel Channel. I'm going to put Say What Again Billy podcast contributed. I'm not going to make up a bogus name like these people did and put it into a stone. Uh, monument within the airport and put New World Airport Commission, which absolutely does not exist. The video I watched yesterday, looking for the video that I originally saw, debunked this, said, yeah, they just put that just as like, you know, a gaff and put it on this stone. So on top of the murals, on top of the fence, on top of the Bronco and the tunnels and the piping, there's this Freemason symbol with the NWO written out in clear sight it says New World Order Airport Commission, which doesn't exist, but the words New World Order are there. Um, very odd. Very, very weird. Now, to take it to a paranormal supernatural level, people that were doing the construction there had said to see some weird things in the tunnel system. There was reports of lizard people. Now, 100%. I talk about everything weird, everything paranormal. I, I've i heard about the lizard people on a few occasions and in one occasion heard of the lizard people sighting in Superstition Mountains in Arizona. I don't believe it per se, but there were reports. So that's something that's said to be going on in the Denver Airport, Colorado tunnel system which has, again, the pipe system that construction workers found to be a little odd. It's not oxygen. There's no, you know, the baggage thing was 
something I just read about. I didn't never knew it was going to have a bagging bag system, luggage system that went underground. But going back to the video I originally saw, it was not mentioned in there about the baggage system. But there's reports of these lizard people underground in these tunnels. Now, so in a total, in a sum, we have a weird, almost underground holding facility for what could be, you know, cattling people, right? And not to get more bitter into history, but we've seen somewhere in history before where people were gathered and guessed, unfortunately. And these people that were building the tunnels spoke about how weird of a setup the tunnels in Denver, Colorado airport were. And the fence being that the top is built in to stop people from escaping. So the long dragging conspiracy about Denver International Airport is that it might possibly be for when things do try to happen, if, if ever, that they will bring people that do not obey the New World Order to this airport and house people there. That is why it's the biggest airport. That's why the tunnel system is so big. That's why there's this strange piping network underground. And that's why the murals are there. Now, for some strange reason, plans are predicted and projected in the form of art or hidden symbols. And that's why the murals were there, which, again, and you can actually fact check me on this, one of the murals was so odd that they it was removed. And now what makes the conspiracy things believable to me? Well, not only just the facts, the fact that people go to the extent to actually try to debunk the theory, right? So, you know, let's just take, and I don't want to put this on my, my, my podcast at all, but politics, right? You have one side always trying to debunk the other side while the other side does the same. And it's this ongoing, never-ending battle. When you have conspiracies, you have one side trying to prove the conspiracy real and the other side trying to debunk it. The video that I watched yesterday tried to debunk it as I was in the search for the original video I watched. Uh, I also saw within this debunking video that the airport has took on the conspiracy and actually turned it into like a comedy about it where they have these gargoyles, which is another thing within the airport they have gargoyles over certain terminals which is very odd right we have gargoyles in denver colorado who would have thought where they have these statues now these gargoyles that are animatronic and say funny things to people that are um waiting for their flights they have lizard people signs made throughout the airport um alien pictures and they turn this conspiracy into something comedic for people within the airport um, if I was trying to plan something, right, and I was getting caught out there, I would ride that wave too to turn it into a comedy because, yeah, it's all fun and shits and giggles and, until shit goes down and be like, yeah, you know, you, you almost caught us. We rode that comedic wave and played into it and, yeah, and something's going to happen, right? It, 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 to me, it's just I would do that. You know, that's something I would do if I got caught out there. You know, it's either... I got caught, drop everything, or play along with it, but play along it using comedy. So everything that is there turned into a conspiracy, and the conspiracy turned into the airport using it as a play, you know, to, to have people in the airport as 
entertainment and stuff like that. But the things that are in the airport are odd. You know, it took an extra long time for the airport to be built. The fence, the tunnels, which, you know, baggage, they say, for luggage and things like that. Sightings of these weird creatures in the tunnels. The piping system down there. The Bronco, why they picked it to be 32 feet tall or so on and so forth. It looked demonic. At night, it looks terrifying. At night, it's, you know, you don't even know it's a dark blue color. It's pitch black and with red eyes. Um, To me, in my opinion, the weirdest thing is the fact that these murals being claimed to be about peace, but one of them was removed. And um, I posted on my Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, the mural that was removed with a clear as day soldier figure cattling or cat- look like it's cat- they're cattling the kids. They're trying to gather these kids with a sword raised and in the other, can- other hand, a clear as day assault rifle. And that is the one that was removed apparently because it caused too much controversy. So they took everything from the conspiracy and actually used it for comic relief now because, hey, in my opinion, they got caught out there. But that one particular mural they they did away with. They removed it from the viewing of the public and travelers in the Denver International Airport. Um, So what do I think is really going on there? Well... Again, it's a conspiracy. It raises my eyebrows. There's, you know, there's something that is just, you know, it's it's very weird, right? I'm not going to say, you know, that's what they're intending to do or who's they. Uh, you know, the New World Order, which is on a stone in the airport with a bogus, you know, New World Order airport commission, which doesn't exist, but clear as day, the Freemason symbols on a stone, and that stone is there with NWO. But do I personally think that something's going to happen and they're going to just ship people to Denver, Colorado. Uh, I don't know. It's just everything within that structure is just fairly odd. Um, Now, getting into something else, I can't find the original video of this conspiracy. It was so well done that it won me over and made me think, right? I can't find this video anymore. Now, again, I mentioned this not too long ago, but I don't like getting into politics with my podcast because my podcast is focused on the weird, the strange, the paranormal. But there is something that is going on nowadays and that's censorship. Uh, it started off with, no, it's, it's not happening. It's, you know, it's, we're fact checking and we're not, we're not allowing, um, things that are not true to be out there on social media, on, on outlets like that. And there has been plenty of times where things are true that, are taken down or, you know, or there's, even if it's a conspiracy theory, people know it's a conspiracy theory. So let it rock, you know, let, let the conspiracy theory be on YouTube. There's tons of things on YouTube that aren't true that are still allowed to be out there. But the censorship thing, it, there's a lot of things that are actually fact and are taken down. I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with something that was said in, in, in one instance and everything was true but it was taken down, it was fact checked, this is not true and the fact checkers checked it to be where 
it was taken down because it was suggested such and such took this flight one or two times and it's you know we can't um, put that because of uh, suggested uh, we didn't know the numbers of flights and that was into regards of a different category so like censorship and stuff like that that is actually that is happening and there's no sugarcoating it it does happen um, my lady is a into the biology field and she followed through the pandemic a reputable scientific page with virology and every video was on board with the whole covid uh pandemic thing and there was one particular video out of 40 or 40 or so videos that were done um 40 videos were done and one particular video did not really side with what the media on tv was particularly going with and that video kind of was like, well, yeah, you don't really need to do this, this, and that. That video was taken down immediately. And these particular people that my wife was following on YouTube were reputable over 500,000 follower virologists that were pretty well viewed on a daily basis or weekly basis. They posted one video that didn't really oblige to what was going on on TV and they were removed. So I believe that certain things are removed, to my point, certain things are removed um, unfairly and the video is completely gone. However, that video may be gone because the user who uploaded it on YouTube may not be active no more, just deleted their account. I cannot find the video. I do know people to reshare and take videos and repost them and so on and so forth. That video is MIA. That video was so good and so detailed about that airport, I wouldn't be surprised that if at the NWO was involved, that that video was removed because it was a liability. Um, so the Denver Airport, Colorado um, conspiracy is one that intrigued me. Um, I may or may not, you know, I try to get these episodes out there within 40 minutes uh, or for 40 to 30 minutes, but I may have may have not missed anything. I think I've given you guys the gist. I suggest Googling the Denver International Airport conspiracy and trying to check out the images of the murals, some videos that may or may not be still out there, um, but it's definitely something very weird. Um, you know, even even watch the debunking video too, you know, because they kind of break things down to, you know, in the world of paranormal, you have to, you know, really think logically. And if you can't find logic, then there's something weird, right? Always think logically. If you can't explain it, then it is the unexplained, then it could be paranormal. So, you know, you can watch both videos or get the data and read the stories, but it's definitely worth the read. It's definitely worth watching or seeing these photos that are still out there. Again, I posted some photos on my Instagram outlet and, um, you know, whatever I missed, I would go give it a go. Um, you can catch me on social media, Instagram. I really don't use the Twitter too much anymore. Um, but on Twitter and on Instagram, it's SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for say what again, Billy podcast, um, Instagram and Twitter. You can catch me on there. Um, the Say What Again Billy podcast can be heard on Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, um, and many other outlets. I like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to film my paranormal podcast, which consists now of two conspiracy episodes. And if you don't know about Anchor, Anchor is the free app that allows you to get your podcast out there or show 
onto the Apple network and the Spotify network and you can have your podcast out there. It has simple, easy tools to use so that you can film your own podcast such as mine, the Say What Again Billy podcast. And until next time, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoy. This has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.